Peace and blessings, everybody. You are now welcome to another episode of Mr. Hip Hop Phenomenon, Bridging the Gap of Hip Hop Part 1. Yes, people, I'm back. I'm back. My listeners, my supporters, pardon me for my mishaps and me being missing, right? Me not saying out and say no more. Let's get it. I'm back in full effect. This is not no joke. Yes, let's get it. In United States, nearly one in five USA adults live with mental illness. 51.5 million. How many people in the world suffer from mental illness? 450 million people. People that yes. And probably more during the COVID times, right? If you know anybody that's suffering with any kind of mental illness, because we all suffer with something, some kind of mental illness, help somebody, reach out and help someone, especially if you got information to um help them with your knowledge of dealing with it whatever any information can help people right instead of instead of taking it as a joke help somebody if you can help them right because if you, i'm sure you've been through something or a family member or associate of yours been through something right so it's only right to help some help somebody else and give somebody else a help in because it's hard out here people it's been hard for a long time and it's going to continue on being hard. They talking about monkeypox. They talking about several other things that's going on. This is too much, right? Let's help people. Let's help each other, right? Let's heal the world like Michael Jackson used to say. Okay. Moving on. If anybody lost anybody this year, all praises due to y'all. My condolences to y'all and y'all family and y'all friend that y'all lost associates. I know several celebrities passed away and the list goes on, but we, we all lost somebody, right? So let's let us pray for a minute. Let us pray. Let us pray. Okay. Let's move on, right? My condolences and peace and blessings to all y'all loved ones out there, right? That's y'all lost. Okay. Baby Baby King. Baby King. And Kendrick Lamar wins best rapper performance for the song Family Ties at the 64th Annual Grammy Awards. Ain't that something, people? Hip-hop is in the Grammys, right? Hip-hop is in the Grammys. That was like unforeseen at one time, right? Because hip-hop was, was pretty much not even worth a penny. It was just word of mouth, right? It was just expression, right? You know, who could ever forget the, the message song that was put out, right? That 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 show show hip hop in its um truest form. It was it was worth nothing. You know, it was word of mouth, it was expression, right? And people enjoyed it that way until all the money came in. But we're gonna talk about it talk about that another time, right? We're gonna have another talk about that another time. All right. Let's move on. Tory Lanez and Megan Thee Stallion still going at it, people. You know, the, the, grass is, the grass ain't greener on the other side all the time like people think it is, right? He's wrong, she's wrong, he's wrong, her friend is wrong, and the drama just keep going on. 100 Court Days, Rock Nation against 300 um, Entertainment. You know, you know the 300, 300 Entertainment guy got a good point. You know, the car... The call on on Croson guy, he he got a good point. You know, he did sign up first. So at the end of the day, get that paperwork right and then move on, right? Because grass ain't green on, the, on, on, on all sides all the time, right? You know, 
least not definitely not right now. But the going back and forth is just getting, you know, getting a little bit corny. And it's just not hip hop to me at all. I don't consider that hip hop. That's my opinion on Tory Lanez and Megan Thee Stallion, you know. And they hold, you know, back and forth drama for like almost three years. It's ridiculous, right? Get back into the music. Let's move on. Let's move on. Let's move on. Okay, Gene Dill. The Gene Dill Show. Gotta give it a surprise, people. For those who didn't see the Gene Dill Show, should check him out on YouTube. He got a YouTube page. You know, check that man out and take, you know, and just, uh, you know, listen to him. Give him a listen. You don't gotta agree with everything he say, but a lot of stuff that he do say do make sense. However, he was Puffy ex-bodyguard. So he was there to bear witness to a lot of things, right? Okay. Gene Dill, keep doing your thing, man. You probably one of the realest ones too that I that I've been watching myself as a podcaster. Even though you're a YouTuber and I'm, and I'm a podcaster, it's kind of similar, right? All right, moving on. My man Keith Grayson, Grayson, aka Dead Skin, aka DJ K Slay, aka the Drama King. The Drama King is in the building, everybody. The Drama King is in the building. Smack, Mr. Smack, your favorite DJ. His DJ, Clay K. Slay. Smack your favorite DJ. Yes, people. The one and only King, man. The graffiti artist. The DJ Dishaki. The documentary maker. The radio host. The label owner. The mixtape maker. The clothing um, um, owner, which called... Protect our kings and queens. The straight stunting magazines owner. The artist owner. The collabor. The original collab um, collaboration king. DJ K Slay, slap your favorite DJ. The album maker, the award winner. And the list goes on, people. He was the force to be reckoned with, right? DJ K Slay was the epitome of hip hop in itself. That, and that's just the bottom line. He was the epitome, straight out of Harlem, New York, a Harlem night, who, 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 who fell through the hole and climbed out greatly and came out at and came out shining like the sun. Right? He went through his darknesses, you know, street street stuff, using all of it in a nutshell, right? Right? But he came out of it. He came out that darkness, people, and when he came out of it. He came out and, 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 and walked with it and, and expressed it, right? And came with love, too. He was all, all about that love, peace, and happiness. You know, he represented that love, peace, and happiness. If somebody needed a helping hand, he he gave him a helping hand. He ain't turned his back on him. He ain't shot him away. DJ K. Slade, slap your favorite DJ. Yes, the drama king's in the building. The drama king's in the building. May you rest in peace, rest in power. Your, your, your great body work will never be forgotten. And I definitely won't forget, get, forget you. And that's hip-hop all day. Let's get it. Let's go. Will Smith, Jada Pickett, and Chris Rock beef. You know, it started off with him making that mistake. The slap. The famous slapped, slap. That some people made jokes about, right? But really, truthfully, on people... These are two grown men, known grown men, and it could have been handled in a different way. It jeopardized a lot of things for them. Definitely him. You know, 
It, it could have been a lot of things on his mind for all we know, right? But that thing being publicized the way it was on live TV wasn't it. That wasn't the Will Smith that we thought we knew, right? Because he's hip-hop too, you know? It could have been handled better, but hey, we we not in those um, those two men's shoes, so we wouldn't really understand the dynamics of the situation, and it's you know, and it's really messed up that it had that had to happen that way. And, you know, hopefully everything's get hopefully everything get ironed out in due time, and I wish both of them guys well. You know, now on the other hand, Jada Pickett is talking about how how. He's wrong for slapping him and stuff like that. But last time I checked, you instigated some of it as well, right? You know, he made jokes about you before and it wasn't really nothing nothing about it or no smoke or whatever you want to call it towards him at the time. It wasn't no problem. But all of a sudden, it became a problem that night, that very night at the Grammys. One of the most important Grammys, too. And for those who paid attention will understand why I say it was so significant and so important for that definitely not to happen, right? Because that was a super embarrassment, really, you know. But at the end of the day, we, you know, we not in their shoes, so it's hard to really delegate that and debate on it, right? It's crazy. Now, Chris Rock is going back and forth with him, too. After, after making a public apology, Chris Rock still don't want to accept it. You know, his mother wanted to sue him and things of that nature and bring him to court and all that stuff too as well. There's a lot of back and forth with that situation, people, but that's not hip-hop. Even though both the comedian and the hip-hop artist slash comedian, you know, Sigma Show Maker, is hip-hop, but that situation wasn't hip-hop whatsoever. And, and Kodak Black, once again, Kodak Black, Kodak Black, Makes a comment towards Jada Pickett. First of all, you wasn't even born when they was running around. Second of all, you got 50,000 problems of your own. You're getting locked up 20,000 20, times. I think you need to focus on what's going on with you and your problems before you start making comments toward, um, making comments towards Jada Pickett Smith. Now you wasn't even of that generation anyway. Let's move on. Let's move on because that's not hip hop to me either. I want to talk about some hip-hop stuff. Okay. Black Life Matter. The Black Life Matter. Black Life Matter, people. A lot of embezzlement, a lot of lies, a lot of mistrust. Who who we could believe some of these times, right? Not everything is perfect. Not, not every non-profit organization is perfect. Not every movement is perfect. But however, the truth always reveals itself. Always with reveal itself, no matter what. Let's move on, people. 69. I, do, I doubt star 69. 6969 from Brooklyn, New York. Oh my lord. This this this, this guy right here is the jigsaw puzzle man. He's a the king of taunters. He loved to taunt people. His thing is to forget about trolling. He loved to taunt people like the jigsaw puzzle man. Right? And he, and, he, and he does it well and he knows what he's doing, right? So he him and his him and his entourage go to Bushwick houses and do a video. And after they would leave, it would be a bunch of vandalism. And, and, and in that vandalism, it would say 
No rats allowed. Okay. Whatever, right? We know what we know, and it been happening. It's too late. We can't turn back the dates of times. You know, he's he's gonna taunt, do this taunting um thing regardless of the fact. You know, this other um Brooklyn um artist would even respond to him. He even go to Bushwick to see to see him see if him and his friends is there. He would go and literally check to see if they was around. You know that it just it just gets out of hand, right? It really gets out of hand. Nobody really want to go to jail. Truthfully, that's how I'm seeing it. Nobody really want to go to jail, right? Let, 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 let's cut it out, right? He would even make another video clip inside of a, a grocery bodega store, taunting people as well, letting it be known that I could come come around, come to this neighborhood, and come around to the projects like like there's nothing anyway, and it's nothing y'all gonna do about it. Whatever, right? That's what money does to some people, make them feel invincible, right? Make them feel like they're more important than you. Whatever. 6ix9ine is always gonna do this taunting thing back and forth anyway. He's good at that, right? Y'all the new newer generation say trolling, I say talk taunting. Cause he's a jigsaw puzzle man, and that's what I call him. Let's move it on. He would even team up with DJ Academic and sit down with Wacko 100 and who and Hassan Campbell. Y'all know who I'm talking about, people for those who for those who Look at YouTubers. Hassan Campbell's a YouTuber, right? From the Bronx. He go by the name, AKA um, Poppy from the Bronx, right? He He's definitely one of those YouTubers that talk about these same guys that he sat down with, which is kind of awkward to me, how he would sit down with these same people he, t- he talks about, right? Hey, money talk bullshit walks, evidently, right? Bad. He would take that risk and sit down with these people and find and find out that they was that they was trying to set him up the whole time. The whole interview was based on a setup, right? Almost, he almost his life was practically in jeopardy during the same time. But he would catch on fast and see that it was a lot of phony stuff going on. So after leaving the interview and everybody went their separate way and they said, you know, they thank yous and they hugs. Wacko 100 would get get on a clubhouse and diss him and disrespect him. Call him all busted soft, you, you soft, you this, you that, you that, you this, right? And, and he would turn around and respond with not understanding why he's coming at him like that, right? So then, however, after that, he would start releasing recording conversations from his phone on YouTube with... With Wacko 100 talking about several different artists like T.I. Talking about how he really felt about him. Talking about how he really felt about Big U. Talking about what he would have did to this one and that one. How he started that one and this one, right? Well, once again, like I said, people, I don't really consider that hip-hop. It's a lot of gossip to me because, I mean, I mean, at the end of the day, these individuals allow him to do that. Then that's them. If they if they okay with 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 him extorting them every time they come to California, then that's on them. But I can remember the '90 days, right? And in the '90s, you had to really stand for something, right? You had to really keep it real. You had to be real about who you said you was, right? And I don't recall the East Coast really letting people um punk them like that. But from what I heard on that recording video, it's kind of like. 
We all letting a lot of people punk us like that. This is not no East Coast, West Coast beef thing, but he kind of making it be that again a little bit. The way he brag and talk about several people from the East Coast that he extorted, that he got under pressure, supposedly. But I'll tell you one thing, he never he never came at uh, K-Slay like that. And they was real good friends, right? So how you really felt about us, right? You was hanging out with an East Coast DJ, and y'all was real cool and tight. So what the what's the real deal, Wacko Wandry? What's the what's the real deal about about all that? What's really going on, right? You just doing that just to get just to get more likes, or you was just doing that to build up your uh new uh YouTube page that you was trying to start. So what is you really trying to do, and which way you really trying to go? You confusing me, man. You re- you you confuse me. You very confusing to me. I don't know which way you really going with it. But hey, for those who want to continue on following him. And listening to him and supporting them, that's their problem, not mine. Hey, let's move on. I'm done even talking about that. It's nonsense, right? Let me move on from that. Okay. Yay versus Kim K. So, you know, they broke up. They was on a borderline divorce. They was having a problem about a problem, a problem about their kids. You know, pardon me, you know. Visitation right problems and stuff like that. People was buttoning. Then they went on went on dating several um, several different people, and it would get crazy. But at the same time, Kanye West would go on his rant and do what he wanted to do. You know, you know, several trips, looking out for several people, buying things from them out of stores, paying for things, doing all this ill stuff. Right? Hey. That's, that's a celebrity for you, for real, right? They, they they go through that. They do that, right? The back and forth thing, you know, when they going through separations, however, go from a wanting thing to now saying, forget about it. You know, I'm moving on and making it more public size and all this other stuff. It seemed to me that uh, somebody just can't make up their mind, and that's just what that is. Okay, let's move on. Um, hopefully, one day they'll get it together, you know? You know, especially based on their kids. I'm sure their kids still need both of them in their life. However, let's move on. So he would even, you know, drink champs to talk about several different artists he worked with. Some of them would make accusations that they wasn't paid and compensated the right way for songs, soft and so on. He would even collaborate with Cardi B, Cardi B and Little Dirt <laughs> for for a song called Look At Look At you, Look Like You. And it would do good. It would do real good. It would get real big. It, you know, it was a very promote very promoted song and it did very well, you know. I don't know how much is being played now, but the song was being talked about for a while. That he featured with Dirt and uh, Cardi with, right? Let's move on. The Lobby Boys. Man, Mano, Jim Jones, man, come on, man. The Lobby Boys, really? Y'all grown men. The Lobby Boys, really? That was the only name y'all could come up with? That was the only name y'all could come up with? The Lobby Boys, really? Y'all know damn well y'all ain't hanging no lobbies and no housing projects, but y'all want to call yourself the Lobby Boys. It don't make no sense, man. I'm, I'm trying to understand this whole, this whole angle on... Where y'all going with this, man? It's, it's either y'all kids or y'all grown men for real. The lobby boys? Last time I checked, y'all grown ass men calling y'all so boys. Maybe y'all still, you know, maybe y'all still is boys. 
least in y'all minds anyway, right? But it, that's the hip-hop we dealing with now. The same people that claim that they bringing back out real hip-hop is calling themselves the Lobby Boys? Let's move on, man. Y'all got me all messed up in my mind right now with that. I, you know, I can't wrap my head around why would y'all name yourself the Lobby Boys. Anyway, let's move on. Cardi B. Cardi B, Cardi B. Very outspoken. Speaks her mind when it's time to. You know, voice her opinion. Voice her opinion when people try to disrespect her and her kids. And she have all right to. What I can't understand is though, you you do a lot of commercial music. You was doing a lot of commercial music. You did your little street stuff with your mixtapes and stuff like that. And you stopped doing that and you went on to the commercial scene. But then you turn back around and start doing drill music with some with the drill artists from the Bronx who's already concentrated and already got 20, 30 cases, right? And you talk about how you don't how you stay away from it, but you're still around it. I'm not understanding what this whole drill thing is about, really. Now I know the artist uh Katie Bands, you mentioned that she she is the queen of drill music. You did kept the rail and said Katie Bands is the official queen of drill music, however, you know, it's, it came out of Chicago. That's just the bottom line. So yeah, Katie Bands is the real queen of drill music, and you know, Cash. Asian dog, cash dog, cash dog have a problem with that. And you and you don't. And that's good. Hey, right? Maybe you maybe you needed a different sound to move on with, right? To grow from or whatever. You know, but it seemed like to me, one minute you don't want to be a part of the industry, and next the next minute you are, right? I I truly think you can never really get out of being in the industry lifestyle, truthfully, without living your life the way you want to. But that's just my opinion on it. Keep going. The baby. Situation happened with his girlfriend at the time, and the brother felt like he had to defend her. And he was he would say he would say some fab stuff out of his mouth on Instagram and posts and tweets and to the point where they were running to a bowling alley and getting a fight. And little baby won, pretty much won that fight. But I mean, that is his sister, though. So he had the right to defend her, right? I mean, it's common sense. He had the right to defend his sister. And that's just the bottom line. That part he was right about. You know, but you, you know, your, I know your career took a dive due to what you said about the gay community. I uh, should have thought about it, should have gave it some more thought. But see, this is, this is y'all, right? Y'all, this is, see, see, my. Listeners to supporters, understand this, right? Hip-hop music is hip-hop music, and commercial music is commercial music. And you can't put both together, because both wouldn't even make sense being together. Now, however, I know some people did commercial songs that was hip-hop artists, but understand me when I say this. Commercial music is commercial music, and hip-hop music is hip-hop music. And, it's, and, 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 and don't try to make it sound... Seem like it's the same because it's not the same. It's really not. Because real hip-hop artists didn't do stuff like this. They didn't do things like this. They didn't carry on this kind of way with themselves. They just didn't do it, do this. Alright? That, that's my take on hip-hop. That's what I grew up, grew up around. 
That's why I grew into and people I listen to carry themselves in a, in a certain matter. Okay, let's move on. Pusha T, Pusha T. One of the best albums out. Once again, you prove to yourself that you can do it. You are one of, one of the best lyricists. They don't give you enough credit. Shout out to VA and my family down there in Norfolk. Chesapeake, Newport News and all that. You know, I got a lot of family in Virginia. VA, VA up. Shout out to the seven cities. You already know DMV. Holla at me. Let's get it, right? And I want to get a couple, give a couple of other shout outs too. You know what I mean? You know, a lot of it's a lot of guys out there that got clothing lines. You know, and I'm always trying to, you know, show support and support these guys on their journey, you know, because they support me as well. You know. Shout out to Wytel. Let me give a shout out to Wytel, straight up. Let me give a shout out to Devil Bread Nation. Let me give a shout out to Heart of All Hearts. Let me give some shout outs, right? Let me give some shout outs to those people that support me as well. Let me give a, a, a shout out to um, Barmishware. Shout outs to Barmishware. Shout outs to them. Shout out to all the artists from my neighborhood that's, that's still doing music and that's still that's, that's still building building their careers up and not giving up and all that. Give, give, give them a shout out as well because there's so many other people from my neighborhood that's talented, right? That some people still don't know about. Let me give a shout out to Phoenix Ron, which was a real close friend, close good friend. To Michael K. Williams and I met that um brother and I told you on one of them episodes how that experience went and that was a you know once again like I said that was a great encounter for me because it was very organic and it was very down to earth when I met that brother and it was almost like we knew each other for 20 30 years that's the kind of conversation he gave me he gave me like a 20 30 year conversation like he knew me for that long but you wonder why because a, a big brother to me actually hung out with that brother and it goes, it goes without saying, you know, sometimes, sometimes the universe speaks for itself, right? And that's what happened that day for me. The universe spoke for itself. Nikki versus Cardi B. You know, it's a lot of allegations that they still beefing. They going back and forth. And this allegation of them still beefing is based on the two videos that they did around the same time. Right? Now, I understand that you have to generate more listeners, build up your platform more. Nobody want, nobody don't want to keep hearing the same songs and all that. It seemed like to me, y'all just challenging each other. Or it's just a coincidence that y'all do the same thing at the same time, right? You know, grow, you know, y'all got, they got a lot more growing to do. They, they talented, and I give them that, yes, but they got a lot of more growing to do as Artists and as young women in, in this industry, they have a lot more growing to do. Let's move on, people. ASAP Rocky, you know, he, he just had a kid by Rihanna not too long ago, baby boy. He got himself into a shootout and that jammed him up for a little bit, but he, however, he's home for right now. ASAP Rocky, stay safe, stay out of trouble, stay, stay out the way. And when I say stay out the way, I mean stay away from the people that's not good for you and your success. That's all I can say to that. Be safe, stay safe. Okay, let's move it on. J-Rock versus 
Wacko 100. Okay, J-Rock was uh, Nipsey Hussle bodyguard. The story goes that, you know, that he, he supposedly beat J-Rock up and it didn't really happen. And J-Rock would go, would go, on, um, go back on uh, Clubhouse and let it be known that Wacko 100 is a fraud. Whatever. Back and forth shit as as it always go, right? The leak, the leak audios from Hassan Campbell from the Bronx of conversations that he had with him. You know, a lot of conversations he had about these different individuals that he got under pressure, that he is storing, so forth, et cetera. It seemed like it seemed like to me he just a fucking broken down wanna be uh talk show host. You know, if you need a talk show, then go make you a talk show. Cause that's what it's starting to sound like. You're starting to sound like a talk show host. A fake wannabe talk show host. Whack a 100. For somebody that got so much good success, got time for a lot of drama, it don't add up to me. Rob Kardashian, Black China. You know, they always had their off and on problems. And you know, the families really never really liked each other. You know, Kylie Jenner versus Black China versus her mother. Raw, you know, raw tiger, the knife pulling out thing. Somebody felt threatened, so off, etc. Very confusing to me, though. Very confusing to me. It's just so confusing to me from the start. I mean, like, come on now. You're having kids by the same people. You're doing a lot of different weird, awkward things to me. But I guess that's just that's just uh, the celebrity in y'all. That would be the celebrity in y'all overtaking y'all too much, right? And you wonder why y'all got a hundred problems now. Because everything was just so close and comfort anyway. And everybody want to be more important than the other person. And that's why y'all got all these all these problems. Very confusing to me. Always been a confusing situation to me. Because honestly, honestly, to me, it seemed like Black China was trying to make Tiger mad by dating Rob Kardashian. Knowing that how, un- how uncomfortable that was. And honestly... Rob, Rob, Rob Kardashian and Black China together, it don't add up. It just don't add up. And it's not me trying to be disrespectful or be racist or anything like that. He, Black China is not his, not his kind of, not his kind of woman. Just not. Yeah, they had a kid together and all that other stuff. But you understand what I, what I mean by that. She's not for him. She's just not for him. And this is why they have fifty thousand problems now. Going on, you know, in these families, it's ridiculous. You know, Black China mother, Tokyo would get on, get on YouTube and taunt them, and make several different uh, comments about their family and all of this and all that. And Tiger, please, it, it's just too much. I think y'all all just need some damn. Y'all all want some attention and need some attention. Stop it. It's too much. It's ridiculous. Moving on. Once again, man, you know, I'm back again. I promise you, I promise you, this is not going to be the last time y'all hear from me. I want y'all to be prepared and bear witness to the body of work I'm about to release because it's on. And hip-hop must go on, right? Hip-hop don't stop, period. Okay? These are the breaks. This is the message. Peace and blessings, and I'm out.
Peace and blessings, everybody. You're now welcome back to another episode of Mr. Hip Hop Phenomenon. You're now tuned in. Now tuned in. Yes, people, I'm back. I'm back, I'm back, I'm back. Yes, man. I appreciate all my listeners and all my followers. Always. Thank you for believing in me. For me believing in myself. Couldn't do it without God and Jesus, of course. You already know. Absolutely. Let's get into it. Bridging the Gap of Hip Hop Part 2. Let's go. The United States, nearly one in five USA adults live with mental illness. 51.5 million in a total. How many people in the world suffer from it? Mental illness, of course, is 450 million people. But I think it's more than that. You know, especially during the COVID time. During the COVID time, it's def- it definitely tripled and doubled and flipped, right? For those who know anybody that's going through it and all, right? You know, give a helping hand, you know. So, um, if you got knowledge of it, you know, and you went and took classes up on the educational part of dealing with it, give them a helping hand. Family, friends, and associates, you know, we all dealing with some kind of mental illness and it comes in all shapes and forms. It's not something to be played with or to be reckoned with, right? You learn this as you go through life. Give a helping hand. Yes, absolutely. Okay. For those who lost anybody, friends, associates, family, and celebrities out there as well, you know, because they attach us through their artwork. You know, every you know every artist, you know, should get their flowers ahead of time. You know, everybody's a star in their own way. Let us pray. Okay, let's go. Okay. Anchor FM is my sponsor, right? And uh, I would like to say once again how much I appreciate Anchor FM. Anchor FM been out since 2015. They've been a great platform for people who, who, who need to start off their dream. Whatever art form that they deal with, they help you with and guide you along the way, right? You know, there's always other doors open and if you want to choose one. Okay, but for right now, Inca is sponsoring me. Inca FM, that is, people. Inca FM is a great platform, and I appreciate them. Okay, moving on. Little Dirt, Little Dirt. Well, you know, Little Dirt had a great year. Let's just start off with. He actually named his album after his grandmother's address. I mean, come on. I could relate to that, you know. Grandmothers always played a big part in the family dynamic of our, um, you know, of the black and black American kosher life. You know, is what I want to call it, black American kosher life. They always played a part in it, right? And it was always there, and was always to give more open arms and helping hands and all that stuff and guidance and love, right? So I definitely want to give them a shout out for doing that, and also. Being able to make music without talking about deaths and dissing and disrespecting people that passed away. You know, um, also too, you know, he went back and forth with 6ix9ine. Him and 6ix9ine had some words and stuff like that, and they always did, you know, and that, and that stemmed from things from back when. Like I said, 6ix9ine is a jigsaw puzzle man, and he will always be. He's a taunter of the industry, the musical taunter. Okay. 
He taunts. That's what he does. That's what he best at, right? Practical, practical, practical joker, like joker, like the joker. Okay, he would even have words with Shoddy of, of allegations of accusing him for having sex with his um, daughter's mother. Now, Shoddy claims that he didn't do it, and if he did, he would have told he would have just told him straight up, right? Whatever. This is kiddish. Super kiddish anyway to me. You know, he gets himself in a lot of different things. He's a controversial type of person. And that's what he likes, and that's what he enjoys. All right, moves, let's move on. Let's move on. Black 100 versus um Big U. I told you they still have all going problems. One set, the other one went behind his back, tried to make deals. The other one claim claim that he didn't. Whatever. That's their problem, though. That whole extorting thing. I'm extorting people from the East Coast and this person and that person. Whatever. Right? There's too many stories. Can't believe all of them. And to me, that's not really hip-hop, right? Especially when they claim that they came from that. Whatever. Let's move on. Kardashians versus Black China. Her mother. Been an ongoing thing. And it's, go- and it's gonna keep on being, right? Whatever. It dies out. It comes back. You know. You understand. Key Glock. Key Glock. Key Glock. Key, key Glock. Which is one of Young Dolph's artists. You know, protege. A brother of his, before he died, after he died, is keeping his name alive. And you know what? Key Glock, keep, go- keep doing that. He would have appreciated that. Moving on. Rest in peace to Young Dolph. My condolences to his family. David Chappelle. David Chappelle. Yeah, David Chappelle, you know, he always been that comedian's comedian. You know, he, he he's very well-rounded with his audience. You know, he could do both. Audiences, he could adjust to both, right? And he's in between on that. And he's great at what he does. You know, you gotta love him. You gotta love him either way, right? Some of the things you're not gonna respect that he say out of his mouth. But however, he does do a great body work, and he do work with a lot of different people, and he did. Okay, let's move on. Kevin Shamel. Kevin Shamel was a YouTuber who used to talk about relationships, so off and so on, right? And his death just goes and turns into a mystery. You know, he have like that mystery kind of conspiracy thing going on with him. People not sure about how he died and all this other stuff, right? But that that's what I know so far, you know, and he was very known before that, right? We ain't gonna never know what's really going on until we really know. You know, rest in peace to that man as well and his body of work. Let's moving on. Six nine. Kid's mother got in a car accident. You know, God bless her. Thank God she ain't die. Thank God she's still here to raise her daughter. Because who knows what, what it would have been after. That's why you got to appreciate people while they hand giving me flowers and all that. And just enjoy, and respect and enjoy life. Because it's serious, right? Let's move on. Will versus Chris Rock. Will, uh, ha, you know, you know, recently gave, gave him an open apology about... You know, you know about what he did to him and stuff. And Chris Rock is not ready to accept it yet. Hey, dealing with two titans here, and that's just the way it is. You know, hopefully somewhere down the line he accept his apology. We'll never know. But it was sad and it was embarrassing and all these other things. But at the end of the day, hopefully they figure it out. Okay, let's move on. 
Young Doug and his YSL crew will eventually catch RICO charges, right? Some of the behaviors that took place in his group and his entourage, quote unquote, allegedly backfired on him. And right now, as we speak, they fighting for their freedom back, you know? They fighting for their freedom back to the, to the point where Jay-Z and Meek Mills and them is advocating for artists to not be prosecuted based on their lyrics, right? That's even deep. Well, this goes on, you know? This happened, it's gonna keep on happening. It's almost like the rap artists or the commercial artists is now becoming actually what the mafia organizations was. They're getting the same charges that they got all the time now. I don't understand how hip hop got something to do with Rico charges. Last time I checked, hip hop was hip hop and the streets was the streets. And even when the street people was involved, the hip hop artist still was the hip hop artist. Okay, let's move on. Casanova. Pleaded guilty to his charges. I don't understand this, right? So it took him to be in population because he actually pleaded guilty to get in population. I don't know, man. Listen, man, I hope his family um, staying strong and believing that that man could come home. However, this is what happens in this music business. Not hip-hop culture, in this music business. These are things that happen in the music business. You have to be more aware of your awareness. Let's move on. Cardi B versus versus this DJ. You know, she comes in a club with her husband offset. And the wrong name gets shouted out. By accident, right? And she would catch her attitude and riff about it. I can understand. Hey, you know, I'm not that person. You know, get the name right. Get the name right. So the DJ made a hiccup. Usually they don't when people step in the club, they shout them out properly, you know, giving their proper introduction. And what happened was that didn't happen. And it led to her having an attitude problem. Let's move on. Mace versus Diddy. Mace versus Diddy. You know, this has been an ongoing battle for years. Mace always felt that he never got compensated for his body of work. His work ethic in the total, right? If... If Bad Boy was built on two individuals, it was definitely Recipes Biggie and Mace, right? Those two definitely was the epitome of Bad Boy. Mace wrote a lot, song wrote, wrote a lot of songs, produced a lot of um beats and everything. He did a lot. He even danced and everything. Mace put it his work and he felt like he's not being compensated for it, and that's all what it really is. And he deserved a compensation. But that's just my opinion, you know? And he would talk about that. And he would even make diss songs. And he made this one diss song called, you know, The Article. And that, The Article Part 2, might I say. And that became a very popular song. Because it had so much truth in it. And people was questioning Diddy's integrity more. His work effort even more off of that song. Because there's so much truth to it, right? It's almost a damn coincidence. Anyway, would they ever patch it up? Who knows? You know, something just recently happened with them where, uh, you know, he's also, you know, you know, he's being, you know, his uh, microphone got muted at a show not too long ago. And they also try to even compare him 
to how Diddy ripped his artists off. Now they trying to say he ripped off artists. Whatever. Hopefully it blows over. But that's not hip hop. Let's move on. Okay. You know. Oh, okay. Let's talk about it. The Nipsey trial. The Nipsey trial. The Nipsey trial. Eric Holder. Man, I tell you, man. He had just too much evidence on this guy. You know, they was talking about his uh, chili fries and all of this and all that. What that got to do with this man dying, right? Had him on camera and all that. And the bottom line is his lawyer felt it was felt it was more foul, foul play. And the f- camera footage convinced, begged the difference. Begged the difference on the 12 jurors. Okay? He actually uh, became guilty for those charges and he's already sentenced it's crazy that's just the way the world works right canvas tells it all right at the end of the day people would be concerned about the shirt the color of his shirt chili fries and all this bs man listen somebody got somebody died and people needed answers people needed answers there's a lot of his fans that needed answers and that's just the bottom line we're gonna get back to that later on let's move on i'll get back to that later on Biggie Smalls, Christopher Wallace, aka the Notorious B.I.G. You know, Brooklyn have a, a, a B.I.G. day and we celebrate it every year. We celebrate his birthday and we celebrate the day he actually died, right? And this year, this is like one of his biggest anniversaries of his, you know, of his career and his time. This is like one of the biggest ones they did. They would go so far, besides playing the music and dressing up like him and reciting his lyrics, they would go so far this time and do it even bigger. Top tier type of celebration, right? The whole city, this anniversary became even more bigger, right? And I'm happy for the family because he deserved that, regardless of what, despite his bad differences or different, you know, good or bad, he still was a human being. They would go so far to the point where the Empire State Building would show a crown and the colors that he um, represented in war, right? And, and, and the colors was red with um, red in the crown, right? They would even go bigger and show the hypnotized li- lyrics, the, the actual lyrics of t- to hypnotize the song. They would flash the lyrics. Ain't that some amazing people? They would even go further. Barclay Center would light up for him and represent him and show videos. They would even go further than that and show, and not not show, pardon me, y'all, um, and make an MTA card with his face on it. How you make an MTA card with his face on it, people? I mean, come on, it don't get no more deeper than that. You know, they would even go, they would even go further than that, right? Make an NFT. Mega a, a mega universe of him, right? An NFT that could that could be worth worth something months and years later, worth millions, right? But nothing is more worth it than a human being, especially not being here to be able to see their body of work being celebrated, right? I think that's a little bit more important, right? When you're talking about a person that passed away, but they would even go further and have a fit, you know, because it was his 50th anniversary. They would have a 50th block party day fam and friends and close friends and family members and celebrities will come out and celebrate his life they would even go further than that and have a bunch 
and actually have a, a bunch with his family being involved, right? And at this bunch, his son would get on stage and perform his lyrics, his father lyrics, and he almost practically sounded just like him. Ain't that something? Your own son reciting real lyrics, and he deserved to, right? CJ deserved that. It was time for him to get up on that stage and represent his father for real, right? I mean, at the end of the day, that's what it's about, you know? They would even go further than that. You know, like I, when I spoke about the, uh, the Empire State um, Building, they actually did a speech there as well. Pardon me, people. They actually did a, a bit, had a speech and got rewarded and got his rewards for him. And his son would do a speech and speak, and, you know, stand, you know, would, you know, have a big speech in front of the um, mayor of New York City, turn it up that way, and then turn around at the end of the celebration finish it off with an orchestra live show ain't that something people it's mind-blowing ain't it okay kevin griffin aka 50 grand aka ogb kevin griffin was actually the person who discovered biggie right he was actually his first dj and we're gonna get more in depth of, the, of this man's story because he was a definitely significant part in Biggie's career in life he was actually Biggie's um Biggie's big brother he met him when he was like 13 years old right and he and he, and he took him in as a brother you know he met him through another person next thing next thing you know he was in the basement creating de demo tapes and from that grew a brother a brotherhood he would actually be like Biggie's big brother he's also remember he's also the reason behind him miss meeting um DJ Mississippi this is how Biggie met DJ Mississippi was through 50 grand. You know, that's why it's so important to give people they um credit and flowers when they when they alive, right? And I guess he got it in the got it in this way. He he made every event this year before he actually passed away, people. Can you believe that? 50 grand was at every events of Biggie's until he passed away. So from the beginning to the end of his celebration, he was there until he passed away, people. He always represented big. He always celebrated his lifestyle. And he never stopped. He even said in interviews he was big. And you know what? He could say that. Because he because he pretty much was. In retrospect, he was big. He was big, big brother. You know, he was always um rooting for big before people were even believing that big could do what he did. He already seen it. All right, let's move on, people. And we're gonna talk some more about uh Kevin. Kevin Griffin, a.k.a. 50 Grand, in a later time, all right? I just wanted to throw that out there, right? They would even they would even go deeper. They actually made, made, a, uh, made a hologram of Biggie, literally a hologram, and it, looked at, and it looked at so real, this hologram they created of Biggie. It was amazing. So for those who didn't see the hologram of Biggie, you need to check it out, the recent one that they did. For the 50th anniversary of him. Okay, let's move on. And we going like I said, I'm gonna get back into that story about aka Kevin Griffin, aka 50 Grand, OGB. Let's go. We're gonna talk more about that in a later on a later note. I promise you. Jay-Z and Puff Daddy would even have conversations about things that they did with him. And some would question these things that they was talking about, right? 
you know, everybody got their opinions after and before. You know, it could even be bad or good ones about that person, right? I wasn't there to see it. Some of it made some sense to me, some of it didn't. But hey, that's just my opinion on it. You know, I'm not in the industry. You know, the industry, the music business. I'm a hip hip hop representative. I'm hip hop, but I'm not a part of that music business, right? Hip hop culture and the music business is two different entities and two different machines, people. They are two different machines. Understand me. Hip hop is hip hop and the music business is the music business. Let's move on. The Bronx drill rapper D-Ding would be indicted along with 23 other members. You know, since these guys came out, it been problems from the very beginning, people. You know, we talking about gang members who became rappers, right? And it's kind of like they did it in the same form of Chicago. You know, I never thought that New York City or New York State alone needed needed to adapt anybody else's style. I always thought we had our own original style. What happened to that? What happened to our own originality, right? You know, but Bronx took on this drill sound and took on the names and took and adapted the style of the dressing and the talking to the point where it's causing them death. And them being incarcerated. He's either death or incarceration at the end of that. This drill thing. It's nothing else positive out of it. But I guarantee you, they're making a lot of money off of these um, young guys. Nobody's not talking about how much money the, the labels is getting and these streams is getting off. You know, the stream platforms is getting off of them as well. Not talking about that. Probably, frankly, even give a fuck if they locked up or dead or not. Hey, I'm just, I'm just saying, right? It goes without saying, right? I mean, when you look at it, in a nutshell, you, you'll really see what it is, right? Okay. Let's move on. It got it got even crazier, people. I don't, you know, I don't know if this even somewhat even consists of hip hop for real to me. Johnny Depp trial with um, with Amanda Heard. To me, to me. They trial got more attention than the mass shootings that took place surrounding that trial. It seemed like they was having more conversations and more concern about that than these mass shootings. That's just my opinion. You know, honestly, they didn't really even have to have a trial, right? They just could have did all that stuff without the trial, right? That's just my opinion. I would never understand that. That's the movie industry for you. However, it, it seemed like to me it got more attention than the mass shootings within itself that's crazy unbelievable you know but that's how i see it i just see it that way right that's just my opinion and that's just the way i see things you know and also too i wanted to add this one matt miller matt miller matt miller well you know matt miller you know they just celebrated his uh you know memorial life you know he was a great artist too. Sad how he passed away. But he was a great artist. Mac Miller. Alright, let's move on. Little Meach. Little Meach. Would get himself jammed up. It's some it's some type of money um money jury scam. I don't understand why. It's kind of crazy to me. It's like, hold on, first of all, your father get help you get in this act um acting business and you do this. So it's kind of like you want to. You want to become him. Be yourself, man. All I can say is be yourself. 
Your father was your father, and you and you are you. Like you said, you went to college, you stopped going to college. Fifty Cent approached you about this whole acting um acting position, playing your father. He didn't mean literally be your father. Try to separate that di- di- difference. Need some more growing to do. Let's move on. Tupac versus Wack 100. Wack 100 again. Wack 100 again. I just don't understand. You know, made accusations about his death on uh, on a uh, clubhouse, talking about what he, what he seen based on his death and what he know about his death. Whatever. There's so many stories about Tupac. It's almost like he's still here. Literally. You know, it's just too many stories, right? And it's hard to just, it's hard to believe. You know, if he would have just chilled out, nothing would have never happened to him. That might be true. However, we really don't know the real story behind it. Hey, but that's his opinion. You know, he lived on the West Coast. So he, he feels he knows everything that happened. Oh, whatever. Let's move on. You know, it is what it is. Listen, y'all, my fi- my listeners and my supporters, take care, all right? I'll be back real soon. May this saga continue. Peace and blessings. Peace and blessings, everybody. You're now welcome back to another episode of Mr. Hip Hop Phenomenon. You're now tuned in. Now tuned in. Yes, people, I'm back. I'm back, I'm back, I'm back. Yes, man. I appreciate all my listeners and all my followers. Always. Thank you for believing in me. For me believing myself. Couldn't do it without God and Jesus, of course. You already know. Absolutely. Let's get into it. Bridging the Gap of Hip Hop Part 2. Let's go. The United States... Nearly one in five USA adults live with mental illness. 51.5 million in a total. How many people in the world suffer from it? Mental illness, of course, there's 450 million people. But I think it's more than that. You know, especially during the COVID time. During the COVID time, it's def- it definitely tripled and doubled and flipped, right? For those who know anybody that's going through it and all, right? You know, give a helping hand, you know. So um, if you got knowledge of it, you know, you went into classes up on the educational part of dealing with it, give them a helping hand. Family, friends, and associates, you know, we all dealing with some kind of mental illness and it comes in all shapes and forms. It's not something to be played with or to be reckoned with, right? You learn this as you go through life. Give a helping hand. Yes, absolutely. Okay. For those who lost anybody... Friends, associates, family, and celebrities out there as well, you know, because they attach us through their artwork. You know, every you know, every artist, you know, should get their flowers ahead of time. You know, everybody's a star in their own way. Let us pray. Okay, let's go. Okay. Anchor FM is my sponsor, right? And uh, I would like to say once again how much I appreciate Anchor FM. Anchor FM been out since 2015. They've been a great platform for people who, who, who need to start off their dream. Whatever art form that they deal with, they help you with. 
and guide you along the way, right? You know, there's always other doors open and if you want to choose one, okay? But for right now, Inca is sponsoring me. Inca FM, that is, people. Inca FM is a great platform and I appreciate them. Okay, moving on. Little Dirt, Little Dirt. Well, you know, Little Dirt had a great year. Let's just start off with, he actually named his album after his grandmother's address. I mean, come on. I could relate to that, you know. Grandmothers always played a big part in the family dynamic of our, um, you know, of the black, black American kosher life. You know, is what I want to call it, black American kosher life. They always played a part in it, right? And it was always there and was always to give more open arms and helping hands and all that stuff and guidance and love, right? So I definitely want to give him a shout out for doing that. And also being able to make music without talking about deaths and dissing and disrespecting people that passed away. You know, um, also too, you know, he went back and forth with 6ix9ine. Him and 6ix9ine had some words and stuff like that, and they always did, you know, and that, and that stemmed from things from back when. Like I said, 6ix9ine is a jigsaw puzzle man, and he will always be. He's a toner of the industry, the musical toner. Okay, he taunts. That's what he does. That's what he best at, right? Practical, practical, practical joker, like joker, like the joker. Okay, he would even have words with Shoddy of of allegations of accusing him for having sex with his um, daughter's mother. Now, Shoddy claims that he didn't do it, and if he did, he would have told he would have just told him straight up, right? Whatever. This is kiddish, super kiddish anyway to me. You know, he gets himself in a lot of different things. He's a controversial type of person, and that's what he likes, and that's what he enjoys. All right, moves. Let's move on. Let's move on. Wacko 100 versus um, Big U. I told you they still have all going problems. One set, the other one went behind his back, tried to make deals. The other one claimed claim that he didn't. Whatever. That's their problem, though. That whole extorting thing. I'm extorting people from the East Coast and this person and that person. Whatever. Right? There's too many stories. Can't believe all of them. And to me, that's not really hip hop, right? Especially when they claim that they came from that. Whatever, let's move on. The Kardashians versus Black China, her mother, been an ongoing thing, and it's, go- and it's gonna keep on being, right? Whatever, it dies out, it comes back, you know, you understand. Key Glock, Key Glock, Key Glock, Key, key Glock, which is one of Young Dolph's artists, you know, a protege, a brother of his, before he died, after he died. Is keeping his name alive, and you know what? Key Glock, keep go- keep doing that. He would have appreciated that. Moving on. Rest in peace to Young Dolph. My condolences to his family. David Chappelle. David Chappelle. Yeah, David Chappelle. You know he always been that comedian's comedian. You know he he he's very well rounded with his audience. You know he could do both. Audiences, he could adjust to both, right? And he's in between on that. And he's great at what he does, you know. You gotta love him. You gotta love him either way, right? Some of the things you're not gonna respect that he say out of his mouth. But however, he does do a great body work, and he do work with a lot of different people, and he did. 
Okay, let's move on. Kevin Shamel. Kevin Shamel was a YouTuber who used to talk about relationships, so off and so on, right? And his death just goes and turns into a mystery. You know, he have like that mystery kind of conspiracy thing going on with him. People not sure about how he died and all this other stuff, right? But that that's what I know so far, you know, and he was very known before that, right? We ain't gonna never know what's really going on until we really know. You know, rest in peace to that man as well and his body of work. Let's move it on. 6ix9ine Kid's mother got in a car accident. You know, God bless her. Thank God she ain't die. Thank God she's still here to raise her daughter. Because who knows what, what it would have been after. That's why you got to appreciate people while they can't give them any flowers and all that. And just enjoy, respect and enjoy life. Because it's serious, right? Let's move on. Will versus Chris Rock. Will, uh, had, you know, you know, recently gave, gave him an open apology about... You know, you know about what he did to him and stuff. And Chris Rock is not ready to accept it yet. Hey, dealing with two titans here, and that's just the way it is. You know, hopefully somewhere down the line he accept his apology. We'll never know. But it was sad and it was embarrassing and all these other things. But at the end of the day, hopefully they figure it out. Okay, let's move on. Young Doug and his YSL crew will. Eventually catch Rico charges, right? Some of the behaviors that took place in his group and his entourage, quote unquote, allegedly backfired on him. And right now, as we speak, they fighting for their freedom back. You know, they fight for their freedom back to the, to the point where Jay-Z and Meek Mills and them is advocating for Artists to not be prosecuted based on their lyrics, right? That's even deep. Well, this goes on. You know, this happened. It's going to keep on happening. It's almost like the rap artists or the commercial artists is now becoming actually what the mafia organizations was. They're getting the same charges that they got all the time now. I don't understand how hip hop got something to do with Rico charges. Last time I checked, hip hop was hip hop and the streets was the streets. And even when the street people was involved, the hip-hop artist still was the hip-hop artist. Okay, let's move on. Casanova pleaded guilty to his charges. I don't understand this, right? So it took him to be in population because he actually pleaded guilty to get in population? I don't know, man. Listen, man, I hope his family um, staying strong and believing that that man could come home. However, this is what happens in this music business. Not hip-hop culture and his music business. These are things that happen in the music business. You have to be more aware of your awareness. Let's move on. Cardi B versus, versus this DJ. You know, she comes in a club with her husband Offset. And the wrong name gets shouted out. By asking it, right? And she would catch her attitude and riff about it. I can understand, hey, you know, I'm not that person, you know, get the name right, get the name right. So the DJ made a hiccup. Usually they don't, when people step in the club, they shout them out properly, you know, giving their proper introduction. And what happened was that didn't happen. And it led to her having an attitude problem. Let's move on. Mace versus Diddy. 
Mace versus Diddy, you know, this has been an ongoing battle for years. Mace always felt that he never got compensated for his body of work. His work ethic in the total, right? If if Bad Boy was built on two individuals, it was definitely Recipes Biggie and Mace, right? Those two definitely was the epitome of Bad Boy. Mace wrote a lot, song wrote, wrote a lot of songs, produced a lot of um beats and everything. He did a lot. He even danced and everything. Mace put in his work and he felt like he's not being compensated for it. And that's all what it really is. And he deserved a compensation. But that's just my opinion, you know. And he would talk about that. And he would even make this songs. And he made this one day song called, you know, the article. And that the article part two, might I say. And that became a very popular song because it had so much truth in it. And people was questioning Diddy's you know, integrity more, his work ethic even more off of that song. Because there's so much truth to it, right? It's almost a damn coincidence. But anyway, would they ever pass it up? Who knows? You know, something just recently happened with them where, uh, you know, he's also, you know, you know, he's being, you know, his uh, microphone got muted at a show not too long ago. And they also try to even compare him to how Diddy ripped his artists off. Now they trying to say he ripped off artists. Whatever. Hopefully it blows over. But that's not hip hop. Let's move on. Okay. You know. Oh, okay. Let's talk about it. The Nipsey trial. The Nipsey trial. The Nipsey trial. Eric Holder. Man, I tell you, man. They had just too much evidence on this guy. You know, they was talking about his uh, chili fries and all of this and all that. What that got to do with this man dying, right? Had him on camera and all that. And the bottom line is his lawyer felt it was felt it was more foul, foul play. And the f- camera footage convinced, begged the difference. Begged the difference on the 12 jurors. Okay? He actually uh, became... Guilty for those charges and he's already sentenced. It's crazy. That's just the way the world works, right? Canvas t- tells it all, right? At the end of the day. People would be concerned about the shirt, the color of his shirt, chili fries, and all this BS, man. Listen, somebody got somebody died and people needed answers. People needed answers. There's a lot of his fans that needed answers. And that's just the bottom line. We're gonna get back to that later on. Let's move on. I'll get back to that later on. Biggie Smalls, Christopher Wallace, aka the Notorious B.I.G. You know, Brooklyn have a, a, a B.I.G. day and we celebrate it every year. We celebrate his birthday and we celebrate the day he actually died, right? And this year, this is like one of his biggest anniversaries of his, you know, of his career and his time. This is like one of the biggest ones they did. They would go so far, besides playing the music and dressing up like him and reciting his lyrics. They would go so far this time and do it even bigger. Top tier type of celebration, right? The whole city, this anniversary became even more bigger, right? And I'm happy for the family because he deserved that. Regardless of what, despite his bad differences or different, you know, good or bad. He still was a human being. They would go so far to the point where... The Empire State Building 
would show a crown and the colors that he um, represented in war, right? And, and, and the colors was red with um, red in the crown, right? They would even go bigger and show the hypnotized li- lyrics. The, the actual lyrics of t- to hypnotize the song, they would flash the lyrics. Ain't that amazing, people? They would even go further. Ball Clay Center would light up for him and represent him and show videos. They would even go further than that and show, and not not show, pardon me, y'all, um, and make an MTA card with his face on it. How you make an MTA card with his face on it, people? I mean, come on. It don't get no more deeper than that. You know, they would even go, they would even go further than that, right? Make an NFT, mega, a, a mega universe of him, right? An NFT that could that could be worth worth something months and years later, worth millions, right? But nothing is more worth it than a human being, especially not being here to be able to see their body of work being celebrated, right? I think that's a little bit more important, right? When you're talking about a person that passed away. But they would even go further and have a fit, you know, because it was his 50th anniversary. They would have a 50th block party day, fam. And friends and close friends and family members and celebrities would come out and celebrate his life. They would even go further than that and have a bunch and actually have a bunch with his family being involved. Right. And at this bunch, his son would get on stage and perform his lyrics as far as and he almost practically sounded just like him. Ain't that something? Your own son reciting real lyrics and he deserved to, right? CJ deserved that. It was time for him to get up on that stage and represent his father for real, right? I mean, at the end of the day, that's what it's about, you know? They would even go further than that. You know, like I, when I spoke about the, uh, the Empire State um, Building, they actually did a speech there as well. Pardon me, people. They actually did a, a bit, had a speech and got rewarded and got his rewards for him. And his son would do a speech and speak, and, you know, stand, you know, with, you know, I would have a big speech in front of the um, mayor of New York City, turn it up that way, and then turn around at the end of the celebration, finish it off with an orchestra live show. Ain't that something, people? It's mind-blowing, ain't it? Okay. Kevin Griffin, a.k.a. 50 Grand, a.k.a. OGB. Kevin Griffin was actually the person who discovered Biggie, right? He was actually his first DJ. And we're going to get more in-depth of, of this man's story because he was a definitely significant part in Biggie's career in life. He was actually Biggie's, um, Biggie's big brother. He met him when he was like, 13 years old, right? And he, and he and he took him in as a brother. You know, he met him through another person. Next thing, next thing you know, he was in, in the basement creating de- demo tapes. And from that grew a brother a brotherhood. He would actually be like Biggie's big brother. And he's also remember, he's also the reason behind him miss meeting um DJ Mrs. C. This is how Biggie met DJ Mrs. C was through 50 Grand. You know, that's why it's so important to give people they um Credit and flowers when they when they alive, right? And I guess he got it in the got it in this way. He he made every event this year before he actually passed away. People, can you believe that? Fifty grand was at every events of Biggie's until he passed away. 
So from the beginning to the end of his celebration, he was there until he passed away, people. He always represented big. He always celebrated his lifestyle. He never stopped. He even said in interviews he was big. And you know what? He could say that because he, he pretty much was. In retrospect, he was big. He was big, big brother. You know, he was always um, rooting for big before people even believing that big could do what he did. He already seen it. All right, let's move on, people. And we're going to talk some more about uh, Kevin Kevin Griffin, a.k.a. 50 Grand, in a later time, all right? I just wanted to throw that out there, right? They would even, they would even go deeper. They actually made, made, a, uh, made a hologram of Biggie. Literally a hologram, and it looked at, and it looked at so real. This hologram they created of Biggie. It was real, amazing. So for those who didn't see the hologram of Biggie, you need to check it out. The recent one that they did for the 50th anniversary of him. Okay, let's move on. And we going like I said, I'm gonna get back into that story about AKA Kevin Griffin, AKA 50 Grand, OGB. Let's go. We're gonna talk more about that in a later on a later note. Promise you. Jay-Z and Puff Daddy would even have conversations about things that they did with him. And some would question these things that they was talking about, right? You know, everybody got their opinions after and before. You know, it could even be bad or good ones about that person, right? I wasn't there to see it. Some of it made some sense to me, some of it didn't. But hey, that's just my opinion on it. You know, I'm not in the industry. You know, the industry, the music business. I'm a hip hip hop representative. I'm hip hop, but I'm not a part of that music business, right? Hip hop culture and the music business is two different entities and two different machines, people. They are two different machines. Understand me. Hip hop is hip hop and the music business is the music business. Let's move on. The Bronx drill rapper D-Ding would be indicted along with 23 other members. You know, since these guys came out, it been problems from the very beginning, people. You know, we talking about gang members who became rappers, right? And it's kind of like they did it in the same form of Chicago. You know, I never thought that New York City or New York State alone needed, needed to adapt anybody else's style. I always thought we had our own original style. What happened to that? What happened to our own originality, right? You know, but Bronx took on this drill sound and took on the names and took and adapted the style of the dressing and the talking to the point where it's causing them death and them being incarcerated. He's either death or incarceration at the end of that, this drill thing. It's nothing else positive out of it, but I guarantee you, they're making a lot of money off of these um, young guys. Nobody's not talking about how much money the, the labels is getting and these streams is getting off, you know, these stream platforms is getting off of them as well. Not talking about that. Probably, frankly, even give a fuck if they locked up or dead or not. Hey, I'm just, I'm just saying, right? It goes without saying, right? I mean, when you look at it, in a nutshell, you, you'll really see what it is, right? Okay. Let's move on. It got it got even crazier, people. I don't you know I don't know if this even somewhat even consists of hip hop for real to me. Johnny Dutt trial with um, with Amanda Heard 
to me, to me, they trial got more attention than the mass shootings that took place surrounding that trial. It seemed like they was having more conversations and more concern about that than these mass shootings. That's just my opinion. You know, honestly, they didn't really even have to have a trial, right? They just could have did all that stuff without the trial, right? That's just my opinion. I would never understand that. That's the movie industry for you. However, it, it seemed like to me it got more attention than the mass shootings within itself. That's crazy. Unbelievable. You know. But that's how I see it. I just see it that way, right? That's just my opinion. And that's just the way I see things, you know. Also, too. I wanted to add this one. Matt Miller. Matt Miller. Matt Miller. Well, you know, Matt Miller. You know, they just celebrated his, uh, you know, memorial in life. You know, he was a great artist, too. Sad how he passed away, but he was a great artist. Mac Miller. All right, let's move on. Little Meech. Little Meech. We'll get himself jammed up. It's some it's some type of money, um, money jury scam. I don't understand why. It's kind of crazy to me. It's like, hold on, first of all, your father get help you get in this act um acting business and you do this. So it's kind of like you wanna you wanna become him. Be yourself, man. All I can say is be yourself. Your father was your father, and you, and you are you. Like you said, you went to college. You stopped going to college. 50 Cent approached you about this whole acting um, acting position, playing your father. He didn't mean literally be your father. Try to separate that di- di- difference. Need some more growing to do. Let's move on. Tupac versus Whack 100. Whack 100 again. Whack 100 again. I just don't understand. You know, made accusations about his death on uh, on a clubhouse, talking about what he, what he seen based on his death and what he know about his death, whatever. There's so many stories about Tupac, it's almost like he's still here. Literally. You know, it, it's just too many stories, right? And it's hard to just, it's hard to believe. You know, if he would have just chilled out, nothing would have never happened to him. That might be true. However, we really don't know the real story behind it. Hey, but that's his opinion. He know he lived on the West Coast. So he, he feels he knows everything that happened. Oh, whatever. Let's move on. You know, it is what it is. Listen, y'all, my, fi- my listeners and my supporters, take care, all right? I'll be back real soon. May this saga continue. Peace and blessings.